With Mother's Day around the corner, are you thinking about a truly special gift for your mom? Let me tell you about mylifeinabook.com. It's a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Pretty cool, right? Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her a question via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom question you wish to ask. And then she can either type her response or record her voice. And mylifeinabook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And guess what? They can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. It's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. Imagine discovering stories about her youth, adventures, and the challenges she's overcame. This book becomes a legacy and something you and your future generations can treasure forever. Your mom's giving you a lifetime of stories. This is your chance to give her a way to share them. I'm so excited about mylifeinabook.com because I'm planning on gifting my mom with this. She's always loved reflecting on memories and sharing her stories, and I know this will be the perfect gift to capture those moments for her. The thoughts of her flipping through the pages and reliving those cherished memories brings a smile to my face already. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code BRAVADO at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com. Use code BRAVADO for 10% off today. Ladies, let's talk real talk here. You probably have days when the PMS has you feeling like you could eat anything in sight. My goodness, the cravings and the general discomfort. Well, say goodbye to those days with Hormone Harmony from Happy Mammoth. Let's dive into why Hormone Harmony is not just another supplement, but a true game changer. First off, it's not just a trend. It's a phenomenon. Social media is buzzing with women singing praises about Hormone Harmony in fact, a bottle flies off the shelves every 24 seconds. Can y'all believe that? Now let's talk about Happy Mammoth, the brilliant minds behind this wonderful product. They're all about making your life easier, and that means no compromises on quality. They've meticulously crafted Hormone Harmony using only science-backed ingredients proven to work wonders for women like us. But here's my favorite part. Hormone Harmony contains adaptogens, nature's little miracle workers. These herbal extracts help your body adapt to life stressors, especially those pesky hormonal changes that can throw us off balance. And here's the kicker. Hormone Harmony isn't just for menopause. It's your secret weapon against those hormonal imbalances that can wreak havoc on your life. From hot flashes and night sweats to racing thoughts and low moods, Hormone Harmony has got your back. And yes, it even tackles the occasional bloat and that not tonight boo feeling. <laughs> the real benefit here, the real win, feeling like yourself again. That's why countless women are raving about it in over 17,000 glowing reviews. We love a verified product, honey. Now here's your chance to experience the magic firsthand. For a limited time, you can get a fabulous 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code BRAVADO at checkout. So what are you waiting for, homegirl? Say hello to balanced hormones and goodbye to those days of feeling like a roller coaster. Your journey to hormone harmony starts now. Yeah.
is the Black Girl Bravado Podcast. A motivating and encouraging podcast for colorful women alike. Hi. Hey guys, welcome. Hey cuties. <laughs> I'm a little tired. Okay. But I'm not going to show it. Please don't. How was your weekend? Um, My weekend was cool. I went to see Black Panther. Black Panther! Our people are loving this weekend. We really are. This is, this is ours. We really are loving it. And, um... You know, I had saw something online where they were like, we're just doing what white people and other people always do. Like when Harry Potter comes out, people dress up in their cosplay mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and represent their houses and when they're in the movie theaters. And now we have something to represent and dress up for. That's true. So people have showed out. I've seen people go see the movie multiple times this weekend in different outfits. People are carrying faux dead animals over their arms. Yeah, they are. <laughs> they are. They're doing the coming to America full with, coupled with dead animal over their shoulder. Kayla says that at the theater she went to, someone didn't have the dead animal, so they just put a leopard blanket. <laughs> <laughs> they just used a leopard blanket and played. <laughs> you, I was like, you know what, people? I, I, I didn't why coming to America? I understand, you know, the African attire. If that's your thing, but he was a prince from Africa, I guess. Yeah, people are just taking all whatever, at least a little bit, seems like it can go with the theme. We're running with it. We don't care. Coming to America, Lion King, anything set in Africa, we're taking it. And did you see? Uh, did you see that poem that was going around? I um, did. I did. Should I read it? Yeah, why not? Maybe everybody else didn't hear or see it. There's a poem called Black Panther Eve by Lee Edward Colston II. Give it to me. <clears throat> Twas the night before Black Panther and all through the hood. Not a nigger was ice grilling or wishing the nigger would. The black joy was electric and hung in the air. In the hopes that T'Challa soon would be there. The chicken was fried and platters all packed. Because <laughs> we know at the movies... We ain't paying for snacks. With his new Jordans polished and her eyebrows on fleek. Cause Keisha and Tyrone got their outfits last week. Black beauty and excellence. So hype I can't hide it. But I don't see color, said Amy. Bye Becky, you tried it. <laughs> we'll be dressed to slay, no matter the weather. And if you get in our way, we will get you together. Been needing this joy, yes, me and my fam. And if you try to block it, you gonna catch these hands. So to all my black people wearing dashikis, kente, or leather, let no one block your black joy, cause Wakanda forever! <sighs> finger snap, finger snap. Wakanda forever. We're living for Wakanda. I was Wakanda in forever all day yesterday. Girl. I was in the elevator. Brett's like, stop. <laughs> Those black people showed up and showed out. Oh, everybody looked so good. They did when they were standing. When they, you know, when they do the ritual. Sorry if you guys haven't seen the movie, but spoiler. By now, everybody probably has. When they were doing the ritualistic um, challenge for the throne, mm -hmm. and all those black people were there, all those beautiful people, and they was like doing a little jig, doing a little dance. I was like, yeah. You know what I loved? I loved how the um, the warriors were all women. Yes. 
That was different. Not all of them, but yeah, I know there was a large chunk. Yes. Wakanda forever. Okay. Um, speaking of benediction and, and service, since it's Sunday, <laughs> did you see the um, little Black Panther order of service shit that's going around? What was that? It was kind of like a, a agenda for the evening. What? So the first portion of the night is the introduction. The selection that they um, listed was lift every voice and sing, parentheses, <laughs> all three verses. We're going all out. Announcements, after party locations, recognition <laughs> of visitors. Next selection is all right, Kendrick Lamar, we gonna be all You know, right. that's one of our answers. We love it. Then the introduction of the feature presentation, special selection, before I let go. <laughs> The Frankie, the Frankie Beverly and Mays. Um, and then the feature presentation, of course, Black Panther, followed by the benediction, which will be led by Swag Surf. <laughs> we are just not fucking around. We are not. We you are give not. us you give us an inch, we for sure are gonna take a mile. Whole mile. So I enjoyed the movie thoroughly and I'm looking forward to the sequel. I totally wanna see it again. I can see it again. Are you gonna go theater to the theaters or are you gonna wait till it hits the fire stick? I don't know. I don't know. It was so good. It was good. It was so good. So, I don't know. Maybe just wait for the fire stick. It was good. I enjoyed it. And it was like the movie theater. People weren't cutting up in my theater. So, that was nice. It was nice. No, yeah. It was pretty calm in mine. Everyone um, in my theater, there were no extravagant costumes. But the black people did show up in black. And they had word sayings on their teeth. Like, black people over everything. And uh-huh. We're letting people know. Yeah. It's our time. Yes, it is. Anywho, anything else that you've seen outside of the Black Panther, which is like... No, that's been dominating the internet. Dominate. I know I got my little um notification from CNN this morning that says, box office says Wakanda forever. <laughs> CNN says... Black Panther netted about $192 million, making Marvel's first film directed by an African-American the fifth biggest opening of all time. Wow. See? Black excellence. Shout out to our people. That's how we do it. Support. Like P. Diddy said, the black renaissance is happening. Come on. I'm feeling it. So, yeah, this is a moment for us. It is. It is. So, um, getting right into it. Uh, if you guys haven't already listened to last week's episode... 34 confidence level selfie with no filter um we discuss confidence what it is balancing confidence and cockiness and lastly how to gain confidence yeah yeah there isn't really nothing on the twitter streets um (laughs) about this episode we were kind of dead on social media this week, but next week we'll do better. Next week we'll be popping. Um, our gems were listed on Apple Music. If you guys haven't already, make sure you follow us. Um, Brittany's Apple Music is at B-B-E-E underscore lack. And mine is at Germany with five eyes. You can also go onto our Instagram and look up our gems on their gem highlight, and you'll see it there. So I need to wake up a little bit. Wake up, wake up, wake up. It's the first of the month. I've resurrected. Okay, I'm back. <laughs> so today, this week's episode, episode 35, staying on topic and on trend with the kind of um, episodes we've been putting out the last few weeks. Weeks, yeah. Um, we're going to be talking about radical acceptance today. 
Yes, we are. Radical acceptance. Radical acceptance. What is radical acceptance? Radical acceptance means completely and totally accepting something from the depths of your soul with your heart and your mind. When you stop fighting reality, you suffer less, right? Yes, because pain and non-acceptance equals suffering. That's what it equals. So tell us what does radical acceptance looks like? look like? Okay, so radical acceptance looks like accepting things that, acceptance of things that are understanding, well, sorry. Come on. All over the place. Radical acceptance looks like acceptance of things as they are. So that means even if it's something that you don't like, you accept it. Mm -hmm. And then you move forward. You don't deny what it is. Radical acceptance also looks like Understanding what we can and cannot control in life. Being non-judgmental. Mm -hmm. We talked about that. Mm -hmm. Looking at just the facts of the situation. That means not your feelings. Yes. Just what the situation is. Acknowledging the situation. Letting go and not fighting against reality. And ability to tolerate the present moment, even if it's painful or uncomfortable. And... Lastly, mindfulness of your emotions and allowing yourself to lean into the discomfort that you may be feeling or the pain that you may be feeling from the current situation that you're in. Yeah, I just had a moment um, before we started to record this podcast. Um, I bought some Thai rice last night mm -hmm. and I only ate a quarter of it, literally a corner. Mm -hmm. And I tucked it away in the fridge and I just knew I was coming back to it. So I get here today. And I'm ready to eat it. I'm ready for my rice. So my honey, the honey that he is, <laughs> says, oh, I'll heat it up for you. But I knew there was something behind that. And then when I say, hey, I'm ready to eat my rice, he's doctored it up with all kind of shit sauce on it. Mm -hmm. Talking about I thought it needed it. Bro, I'm eating it. Right. I don't need you to doctor my food up. So then I got angry. And I couldn't eat it. And Brittany's like, Radical acceptance. This is the time to put it. time to practice because you can't change that the rice has been doctored up. And now I can't eat it. And now you can't eat it. And I therefore I haven't ate. It's okay to process that you're you are still hungry. Hungry. And you can't eat the rice that you have, but you can't ruminate in that anger because it's not going to change the fact that the rice is gone. Yes. I've had a similar situation, not with the food, but I've been dealing with a really difficult person. <laughs> <laughs> I've been dealing with a really difficult person. I know that I know that you've worked with someone who's just fucking difficult. Mm -hmm. And you just want them to change or wake up and get it and be easier to work with. But the reality is people are who they are. They are. And you can't change that. Mm -hmm. So I just had to accept that it is what it is. And know that this is only temporary. Just like working for the white man. Right. This is not permanent. I'm going to have to go in with some radical acceptance tomorrow to work. Right. And everybody's off and I have to go in to work. Oh, shit. Hard pill. Hard pill to swallow. <sighs> and I'm tempted to call at 6 a.m. and tell them I'm sick. <laughs> That's what I usually would do. But I'm going to just go. I'm thankful that I have a gig. There you go. So now that you've spoken about what radical acceptance is, I'll let you all know what radical acceptance isn't. Right. So there's usually a common misconception about radical exception. So we just want to make sure that we're clear about what it is, what it ain't. So radical acceptance is not judging situations or emotions as good or bad. 
like my rice. That wasn't necessarily a good or a bad situation. It was just like fuck. It was just a situation. You ate it my happened. fucking rice. Exactly. Right. Um, nor, nor condoning behavior, right? So when you condone behavior or saying, "Oh, well, it's okay because you did this or you did that," that's not about radically accepting things. You don't have to accept things that are not aligned with like what you desire for yourself yourself worth just because you're in this whole process of radically ex radically accepting something if that makes sense um you don't have to give up on your needs if you need reassurance if you need love security in a situation you don't have to say well the nigga ain't providing it so radically accepting <laughs> <laughs> yes. no you still have to say and be true to what it is that you need and what makes you feel whole and you don't have to like just suffer right mm -hmm. ignoring or denying a situation if your job if you if you hate that job and you know it's not good for you and it's tearing you down on the inside you don't have to stay just because you're radically accepting right that you have a job make some changes make some modifications it's about things that you cannot change like traffic yes sitting in traffic that's annoying we all know it but instead of being frustrated and saying, fuck, it's traffic, you could just decide to put on a good playlist, listen to a great podcast. Like this one. Like this one. Call up somebody you've been meaning to chat with, maybe have a good phone conversation, and just get home. The traffic you can't change. But if you hate your job, you can, right? Mm -hmm. um, accepting Acceptance does not equal agreement. So all because you decide to radically accept something or say, you know, I can't change it. It doesn't mean that you're in agreement with it. I wasn't in, in agreement with my rice being eight. <laughs> However, had to accept. Right. Mm -hmm. um, also, never asserting your thoughts and feelings. Still feel liberated to say how you feel. It goes back to the whole thing. Like, you don't have to just take in whatever just because you're accepting. You can still say, hey. I definitely express my feelings about that rice. I had to let him know. Mm -hmm. I don't think that was fair. So yeah, make sure you still assert your thoughts and your feelings. Even if you feel like, you know, I, don't, I can't change it. So I'm still going to accept it. That's what I'm going to say. Yes. And um, a lot of times people behave as if they don't believe or they're not accepting of something. The situation will change. For example, the death of a loved one. Mm -hmm. Um, I can only imagine how hard it is to lose someone super close to you. And a lot of times we deny that the death happened. Like, I can't believe it or right. it doesn't feel real. And that just prolongs the suffering. And you never start your grieving process to not get over it, but feel a little better. Right. And not just suffer through and never, never fully grieve or properly grieve the loss of your loved one. Yeah. So... Don't think not believing or denying what the situation is will help you. It'll only cause more harm. Yeah. And radical acceptance is really about shifting our our focus from unproductive thoughts to um, better being able to use our time and our energy. That's really what, what the true tea is. Because through radical acceptance, we can learn how to tolerate pain and discomfort. Discomfort in efforts to live a truly meaningful life. Mm -hmm. I feel like Jack Canfield. Who is that? He's like a motivational, motivational okay. speaker. You feel like him right now? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that's what we are. 
motivating and encouraging podcast for colorful women alike. Call me Jane Can't Jane Jack Canfield. Jane Canfield. <laughs> I was trying to break it down. Jane Canfield here. Hi, this is Jane Canfield. <laughs> Just kidding. So let's talk about ways to practice radical acceptance. Give it to me. So if you have a problem you can solve, then that is the first option. Like Germany mentioned, if you're not content at your job, get a new one. Mm-hmm. If you can't solve it, but can change your perception of it, then do that. Okay, that looks like I'm not that happy at my job, but like Germany also said, she's happy she has a job to go to. She's happy a check will be cut at the end of her two weeks. Yes. And then if you can't solve it or change your perception of an issue, then practice radical acceptance. Mm-hmm. You just got to take it for what it is. Also, um, in the moments where we are super, super angry or sad, make sure you focus on your breath, right? Making sure that we breathe and bringing our, our breath and our thoughts back to a centered place so that we can respond more appropriately. So we, we do feel leveraged to radically accept whatever's going on. So that can look like meditation. That can look like yoga. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is for you. Also, notice the thoughts you might have, such as a situation isn't fair or you can't stand what's happening, and get past those thoughts. Yes. Know that those thoughts are valid, but get past them. And if you can't get past it, then give yourself an accepting statement, such as it is what it is. Make sure you practice it over and over again, because acceptance also requires many opportunities and um, you verbalizing repetition. Like, hey, oh well, it is what it is. Water off a duck's back. Traffic is what it is. Bad bitches gotta suffer sometime too. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. How did we get there? Takes one to know one. Jesus Christ. So, um, those are really, it's really short and really sweet. The, our portion on radical acceptance. But we can jump right into our gym because it relates directly to what we spoke about. Okay. Gyms, gym, gym, gyms. So, so pick, pick up, up your pen. pen. We're dropping drop a gym. gym. So our gym this week is a book called Radical Acceptance, Embracing Your Life with the Heart of Buddha. This book is by Tara Brock. Mm-hmm. Um, Forward by Jack Cornfield. That's funny. Wasn't that the name? <laughs> Jack Canfield is my guy. Jack Canfield. So um, this book, I'll just read the overview. For many of us, feelings of deficiency are right around the corner. It doesn't take much just hearing of someone else's accomplishments, being criticized, getting into an argument, making a mistake at work to make us feel that we are not okay. Beginning to understand how our lives have become ensnared in this trance of unworthiness is our first step toward reconnecting with who we really are and what it means to live fully. So... Get this book. <laughs> it's on Amazon, um, Barnes and Nobles. I'm sure it's on iBooks. We'll be posting this book on our Instagram stories. So, yeah. Our highlights. Another gym that we're going to drop. Um, it's hot here in L.A. That has nothing to do with this. But if you want to feel like a bad bitch, and on days where you feel a little down, we want you to throw on a little red lip. Red lip. So we have our red lip recommendation for um, many shades of brown girl. Yes, we do. <laughs> What's yours? Yes. Mine is the NARS um, Corella. It's a lip crayon. The matte lip crayon. 
matte matte lip crayon and it's really not as matte um it's kind of fusion between like a satin and a matte it goes on really really smooth but it looks matte so it's not ruby rue matte fuck no <laughs> that that be crusted all on yeah. your lip no yeah yeah so it's like a crayon you just put that on nars corella and my red lip recommendation is the sephora cream lip stain and number zero one which i think is true red or stay red they don't have the name on the actual uh cream lip stain but i believe at sephora they do just remember zero one um and with the cream lip stain it is matte as well but it's not drying it goes on very vibe bright vibrant mm -hmm. fave red favorite reds so every woman needs a red lip. get a red get a red get a red get a red 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 so what do we have next Next, we have our girlfriend gag segment. Girlfriend, where we gag. receive letters, questions, concerns mm -hmm. from you all. Feel free to write us, um, reach out to us. You can send your letters or whatever you want to send to the Black Girl Bravado at gmail.com. You can also reach out to us on social media, slide in the DMs, and um, we usually chat back. Yes, we do. So. You want to read that? Sure. Go for it. Dear Germany and Brittany. Hey. Hey, that's that's us. <laughs> so, I'm in a sticky situation. I was out with a few friends at a bar and ran into my college roommate's ex-boyfriend. We talked for a minute, the usual catch-up, and as the conversation was wrapping up, he offered to buy me a drink. Let me buy you a drink. One drink turned into three, and the next thing I knew, my friends were letting me know that they were ready to head out. I was having a good time, and the night was still young, so I told them I would catch an Uber. After more conversation and more drinks, it was time to head home. And instead of taking an Uber, my roommate's ex offered to take me home. Hmm. When we pulled up to my house, we sat in the car and chatted for another two hours. Ooh. There was evident chemistry. Mm -mm -mm. We exchanged numbers and agreed to keep in touch. And since then, we've been speaking on the phone frequently. And he's asked to take me on a date. We have great conversation. He's a really cool guy. But now I'm torn between talking with my ex-roommate and seeing how she feels about this or just letting it ride and see what comes of it. I don't want to speak with my ex-roommate prematurely. And this just ends up fizzing out. Please help. Wow. Well, well, fucking well. <laughs> well, well, well. Um, so what are your thoughts, Germany? What are your thoughts? <laughs> on this here situation, what are your thoughts on uh, ex-roommates bay? I'm stuck between, like, how close they were. Um, you know, because ex-roommate, like, or do you guys still keep in touch now? Um... You know, like it's tough. It's tough because it's one thing if that was like your ride or die, you know. I just feel like if she feels inclined to call and let her know that there had to be some sort of a relationship there. Okay. And I also feel like she wouldn't have got in this situation if she wouldn't have been taking the more drinks and more combo. It could have been nipped in the butt there. Maybe even if she had the drinks in the combo and, you know, they caught up and it was a good time then. The number exchange didn't have to occur. They could have just saw each other out on the streets again. Yeah, I know. Girl code. Go back to episode three, girl code. But when you gave the number out, you opened the door to opportunity. 
bad too. So, I mean, if you feel like you said, let her know. If y'all still brunch together and hang out occasionally, let her know. Like, girl, I seen Devon. Devon. And, uh, you know, we had a couple margaritas. One thing led to the next. And I think I'm really feeling him. What do you think about that? I mean, what do you think? I mean, how would she? How would she feel? Okay, put okay. So put yourself in her shoes. Put me in her shoes? No, her. Oh, put, she needs to put herself in her college roommate's shoes. Yeah, put yourself in your shoe in your college roommate shoes, and kind of go from there because, you know, as people get older, it's really hard to to stick with that whole. I dated him. You dated him. I don't think it's that hard. I don't. I don't think it's that hard. But I notice that more and more people, as they get older, they're just kind of like, "Hey, you dated him. I dated him." Kind of vibe. I don't know. I don't know. I. 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 I, I wouldn't date any of my ex roommates. <laughs> Exes. I wouldn't either. But baby girl, okay. So baby girl, here's our advice because we just dancing around it. I'm not dancing around. I said I would sit it out. I would tell her. I too. would. Well, I wouldn't have gotten. T- I would. But have she gotten. is. So we have to speak from her already being in the mix. I would sit it out. So if stop you're feeling, talking. If to you're him. already, if you're already feeling guilt and feeling like you don't want to, if you feel inclined to call your ex roommate and let her know, it's a no. It's a no. So let her know or just completely dead it because nothing has really transpired from it yet. Because I'm just wondering what is she at? What is she letting her know for? For her approval or just to say, just so you know? Right. That would be the it's approval. It's happening. She would, that would it be would, It wouldn't be approval. It would be whether you approve or not. I'm I will forward. be talking with him. I just wanted to <laughs> let you know that right. I would be. But if you feel like you don't want to open this can of worms and you can walk away, then walk away before it gets too deep. Because so far, nothing's happened. Yeah, it really depends on how much she values the friendship. If you don't value it, I guess you can do whatever you want. Yeah. But if you do value it, then I would say send it out. Yeah, if you feel like dating him, you lose her, and you care about her, then cut it. Cut it. Cut it. Cut it. Okay. But if you don't care and you're really feeling on boy, then... If you're a savage... Hashtag savage, then do whatever you want to do. Do whatever, and I hope it lasts. Hope, hope, I hope so. it's worth it. Yeah. Okay, so that's that. That was a short episode, huh? That was. Do you have anything for the girls? Yeah, I have that. Please continue to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Share with the homegirl. Yeah. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Fuck with your girls. Also, I wanted to mention that we took a poll about where the homegirls would like us to come. Oh, yeah. And we got great response from East Coast and Midwest. Midwest. Also the dirty, dirty. And the dirty, dirty. So we're trying to figure that out. And if we pull up, we're going to need you guys to come. Don't just leave us hanging because you guys told us you wanted us to come. Yeah. Send us some messages and let us know what's popping in your city. Mm-hmm. And then we'll know what to do. We like brunch. We like concerts. But, um, yeah, let us know what's popping in New York, what's popping in um, Atlanta, what's popping in the Midwest. For some reason, there's a bunch of people who listen to this podcast in Kansas. Who Wichita, are y'all? Wichita, Kansas, to be exact. Who are y'all? Because when I went to Wichita, Kansas, 
I mean, I'll, I'll just say I didn't I didn't see many people who looked like they would listen to the black girl bravado, but maybe things have changed. So, so if you're from Wichita, Kansas, slide on our Instagram and Give announce yourself. Announce yourself. We're going to um, post a post, a picture, something, something post related. And it's going to say, Wichita, where you at? Let me get a hand <laughs> clap. <laughs> it's going to say, let us know where you're from. Just, you know, comment your city, your state, whatever. And then we'll know which girlfriends are fucking listening to this in Kansas. Yeah. I think that's it. Okay, guys. So thank you for tuning in. And we will talk to you guys next week. Next week. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.